We have to do the Joe Rogan. We have to say boom at the beginning. That's how we know we're live. Noah, what's up? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? All right, guys. Guys, this is Noah. Noah Jankowski. He has, like, an Instagram page and stuff like that we'll talk about more later. Um, I've interviewed him before on JRP Daily, but never before here on The Victorious Secret. So now we have three people. Hopefully our internet doesn't, like, shit the bed in the middle of the podcast. Oh, that would be great. uh, And uh, Noah, what, what are you about? Introduce yourself, like, a little bit. Yeah. Hey, everyone. My name is Noah Jankowski. Uh, I actually recently just turned 21. Uh, I'm a college student uh, living in Michigan. I don't you guys live in Pennsylvania, correct? Yes. Yeah. OK, cool. And I know you guys go to both or both, you know, do different schooling right now. But right. so I go to university. I'm a third year university student in an accelerated program studying economics and management. I'll be graduating this May with my bachelor's in business administration. And then I'll be heading to Huntington Bank this summer to their horp- corporate headquarters to um, work as a commercial banking intern. And we'll see how that goes. But other than that, I run a, I think, a fairly large page at this point yeah. called uh, Finance and Freedom. It's on Instagram, at Finance and Freedom. And this is a page I started uh, two and a half, no, a little, a little over two and a half months ago on October 15th, you know, because I had a passion for investing in finance and business and all that stuff. And I'm nowhere, and I told him straight from the beginning, I'm nowhere near a millionaire. I'm still learning myself. I still got a lot to go or, you know, quite a, quite a few, you know, things to learn myself. And I think they ate that up, man. And right. the page, it took a, a month to reach a thousand followers. It took two months to reach, uh, I think 10 K and now it's taking under a month to get to 20 K. So it's been a pretty amazing snowball effect. Uh, we have a lot of people in the community that love to discuss, you know, their finances, that love to discuss their problems, and I love interacting with people. So that's what I'm about. Currently a college student, love running the Instagram page on the side. <laughs> Hopefully one day that becomes a brand. That's the ultimate goal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks for having me on, yeah. as, as always. Okay. Yeah, Absolutely, that's, really great. that's awesome. Now you said... I want to touch on this real quick. You said it, the snowball effect of your Instagram page is picking up, but I always wanted to ask you that. Do you think it gets easier as you grow? Do you think there's a momentum element to Instagram? Do you start really picking up the pace? Oh, for after? sure, because, yeah. I mean, just a week ago, or no, not even just a week ago, maybe three days ago, I had my first 1,000 follower day, so I gained over 1,000 followers in one freaking day. So yep. to see that, it was unbelievable. Yep. And That's cool. The, the best part about it is I have not spent any money on <laughs> shoutouts <laughs> or EXM or any of that stuff. I've just, oh, I've just hustled and. <laughs> that's uh, even cooler. Uh, yeah. Maybe like the word of mouth. I don't know. Like that's why I treat my followers so well. And that's why I always like talk to them because who knows who, who they're telling? Like you never know. It's right. an Instagram page, but who knows who they're telling? Right. Uh, I think I really truly believe in word of mouth. And, you know, that combined with viral content, <laughs> I think yeah. helps a lot. And yeah. to see that growth naturally, it's unbelievable. Yeah, you've networked a lot too. I know that. And you say you work with Business Driven Dream a lot. Yeah. He knows what he's talking about when it comes to Instagram. You can just Nick tell. definitely does, man. Yeah, and, he's a he's yeah. an excellent online entrepreneur. You know, and social now, media, e-commerce. In that now, you're, now you're doing stuff with Alex too. <clears throat> yeah, with Alex Hartsup. So he had actually reached out to me in November when I was a few thousand followers probably like five or six K. I think he was still ahead of me at that time. Um, he just reached 10 yeah. K by the way. So congrats yeah, to him. I saw that. But he had reached out to me and really we were 
we were a couple of the only you know personal brands in the finance and business realm um, on Instagram in that niche. We we showed our faces a lot, and he he had reached out to me and said, "Hey Noah, I think it would be best if we teamed up, consolidate our efforts, keep maintain our brands, maintain our separate brands, kind of like a Procter and Gamble, right? They have a ton of brands under mm-hmm. one one parent company, P and G." So that's kind of what's going to happen. Uh, we've consolidated our efforts. We're going to have, I mean, multiple websites, multiple Instagram pages. But in essence, we're trying, we're not trying, we're doing, we're creating a, a personal financial education company. And so far, it's it's done really well. The ebook has sold quite a bit. Um, so that's really cool to see. That was truly his baby, <coughs> uh, Alex's, because we, we established kind of our roles in the business. Mine's more partnerships, content creation. Uh, and, and Instagram growth, and his is more like ebooks, audiobooks, education, uh, mentorship, stuff like that, and also the website. He does really well with the website stuff. Not that I don't know how, but he that's right. he already had that infrastructure. That's his... Right. So, yeah. So yeah, we've really cool. yeah consolidated this thing, and our goal for the for 2019 is one million in revenue. Extremely lofty goal, but I said why not just set yeah. it up there. Even if we only achieve ten percent of it, even if we only achieve ten percent, that's a hundred. Worth it. All right. Well, that's that's no. We tried getting Alex on here a couple of times, and he, I don't know. He's something else, man. I'll tell you what. He is a he's a something else. He's a different kind of breed. He he's told me tons (laughs) of he's told me tons of stories about himself. If you you probably already know this, he made he was a co-founder of Swift Kicks. Which what? is like, Swift Kicks? Yeah, yeah. He that page has over 1.3 million followers. It's a it's a shoe. It's a like a flip. It's a sh- I don't know. It's a shoe Instagram. It's about shoes and all that <laughs> flipping and all that. And he made that like several years ago with his buddy when when they were starting out, you know. And God, he's had a hell of a road, man. I think he's like 25, if I can remember yeah. correctly. Yeah, so he's, he's a few years ahead there. of me. Yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah. very impressive for the age he's at. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, he's done really well, and so it's cool to be working with him. I think it's just, I think it's just his hair. I think that's all that. <laughs> that's a part of it. Is. I told him he's gonna have to cut some off and fucking make it into a wig for me or something because like, <laughs> it is is not looking good for me. I'm looking a bit like Elon Musk in the '90s right now. <laughs> <laughs> I saw one of those when he was starting PayPal. That there yeah. was a meme, the meme floating around of it, and it says. Guys with this kind of hair are blah, 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 entrepreneurs or something. And I was like, holy shit. I was like, that looks like my hey, hair. Hey, turning yeah. into next Elon Musk. <laughs> no, but yes. I wouldn't, I wouldn't need to. Right. I wouldn't be too worried. You look kind of like that orange that Gerard has there as his I, replacement I microphone. I just look terrible. <laughs> I feel like I look terrible on the camera. There's no angle I can get, really. I look like either a potato, a bald-headed dude, or, or that orange down there. There's no good angle I can get. I would have to be standing out in front of the camera. Because I'm literally just sitting on a bed right now, but yeah. <clears throat> the annoying orange, I love it. Yeah, it's two, it's two Noahs yes. on the screen right now. <laughs> anyway. It's kind of our little trademark, if you've ever watched this before. Except that one episode that we had a pine cone. Hey, that's cool, that man. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's what's going on. So, uh, I don't really know where to go from there. Where did we leave off the last time we were... We were talking about, like environmentalism <coughs> last time we left off and shit like we that just oh my god no me and Noah. oh okay got it I don't we know talked what... about so much i mean yeah. we could really talk about current events 
like what the market's looking like. It just depends on what where you guys want to go with it. Yeah. Another thing me and Gerard just talked about last week, but we could get your spin on it, is uh, what's going on with Patreon right now. I don't know if you follow that or follow any of the... I know what Patreon is, but I haven't heard, like, what happened. Well, basically, I remember correctly, they're just starting to get really... They're starting to censor a whole bunch of people. And um, people are leaving left and right. Jordan Peterson pulled himself from Patreon. Dave Rubin, I think, pulled himself from Patreon. Sam Harris pulled himself from Patreon. Like, all these... Yeah, one or or two of, like... One or two of, like, the top ten creators on Patreon were were very against like what Patreon did in terms of censorship censorship. So like all right, we're gonna we're gonna walk out and I don't know, I guess it's kind of a protest in a way. I mean it is, especially if you the Jordan Petersons of the world, I'm sure he was driving tens of thousands a month in, yeah. in, in funds. So that's a lot of money that's yeah. out of their pocket too. Yeah. Yeah it is. That, but that's um... a, that's a damn shame because that's that's the same route that Reddit went uh I think a couple years ago, because me and my brother talked about it, we're huge Reddit guys, and they hired this, I forgot who the CEO was, um, it was a woman, not to say that that, that was the cause of it, but, right. you know, she rolled out censorship, or censorship, uh, you know, policies, and you guys probably know Reddit. Reddit yeah. is just ruthless <laughs> and savage, it's almost like 4chan, except a bit yeah. less fiery, than, but... That's what Reddit is for. Every, yeah, everyone everyone needs that platform, like that platform where you can just go. Yeah, Reddit. Awful and terrible. And yeah, that's it's, meant, it's meant to be anonymous. fiery. And it's like, if you don't like it, then just get the fuck off of Reddit. Like, <laughs> that's, that, that, well, like that's why they keep it practically anonymous. Like, you can have pseudonyms on there. There's not really many pictures except for, like, GIFs and all that and yeah. memes and all that shit. But the thing, the, the, the importance of that is you see what kind of people are out there and what kind of thoughts there are yeah in all walks of life and all perspectives yeah, and that's yeah. important because then it makes you think the idea behind it is regardless if it's good or bad it, it we is. learn from it yeah <clears throat> because good or bad is subjective it really yeah. is yeah so it's hard yeah, it's that's... hard to, yeah so it's hard to censor because it's like well what do you consider bad right yeah it yeah exactly that's just but um that too and it, and uh i think platforms <coughs> of that nature or even figures of that nature i know alex is a little bit like that uh gary vaynerchuk you know swears oh, yeah. a lot uh andy frisella swears a lot and they all talk about uh people and i i i hate it too i'm not even like that i don't have a problem with it because i don't swear that much i do clearly i already have a couple times since we started recording this mm-hmm. but like you know they they do talk on their shows all the time especially andy frisella that he gets the <coughs> what he calls the asterisk holes and um and he uh, gets them and they come and they just they just you know they're there to torment people and people do that they go on they go on his comments or they go on to his lives or whatever and they just just, just purely try to bring them down being like why do you curse so much you shouldn't do this you shouldn't do that whatever and his response to it every time is like if you don't like it then why are you here and I, I don't right. know. Why he's not just... trying to win followers. He's 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 just being himself, and he's saying right. whoever likes it can follow me. Yeah. Whoever and doesn't, it... you don't have to follow. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it works. And I just I don't get why that's such a hard concept for people to grasp that you can you can choose to just not do the thing that you don't want to do. Like you see these you see these speeches on college campuses getting or trying to get shut down, all that kind of crap, and it's like. If you don't like who's speaking, don't go watch them. 
because well, and, he, and even like the comedians that some colleges like to get to for the kids for a show or for the students i'll say uh for the students for a show even some of the, a lot of the comedians aren't, aren't going to colleges anymore right because right, yeah, they're afraid kids, that they're going to get ridiculed get so, students get so offended. yeah yeah that's the thing too but uh, the other thing too is like i just don't get what the point is sometimes when they're when they're like doing these protests and whatever the hell they do when they go and have it have you ever watched uh either of you watched uh, the louder with crowder series oh yeah change my YouTube. mind yeah 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 it changed my yes, mind you know. and like half the shit he gets i love him because he just deals with it and he just says yep no this isn't how this works i'm gonna i'm gonna set up right here and we're gonna do this regardless of what you think but um i do really like his series i haven't watched a lot of them because there's so many other things that i just watch but um right. i right. think that's I think, great i think who i like even more than steven crowder um, and I like Steven Crowder not because of his political views. I like him because he speaks up and he's, yeah. and he's fair. But yeah. I like, uh, like we, we kind of touched on Jordan Peterson. Jordan yeah. Peterson is an incredible, mm. incredible orator. And he yeah, doesn't really probably, talk about one of my faves. Yeah, he doesn't really talk about his political views. He, views. He's more of like a how you should live your life to the fullest or how like yeah. to be the best person you can be. You know, yeah. and that's what I like because politics is just an ugly ugly film right now <laughs> it in is. the united states it's just it really oh like i mean and it's oof. so it's so easy to get caught in it yeah, but you're, yeah but you're right but you're right that's what's important is what he talks about which is lo looking at yourself before you point to others and and say no you're the people wrong no you gotta point at yourself i'm what's wrong i gotta figure yeah. myself out first exactly yeah freaking right yeah i like that I, I, right before we jumped on here i was watching uh, ben Shapiro and Jordan Peterson on the Rubin Report, and that was fun. And we we were talking about uh, me and Jordan were talking about Jordan Peterson on the last episode of this, and how he just like I like him because he doesn't put he he has very clearly has right side conservative political views, but he doesn't put that political spin on everything he says. He puts like a philosophical or psychological spin on everything, and he he like goes through. I just, smash my microphone he just goes through like an algorithm basically and kind of picks it apart and it's very logical and it's very structured yeah he he's like this about is why everything. this happens and that yeah. happens because of this yeah yeah mm -hmm. which is why he's so which is why he's one of the most effective um you know debaters yeah. and speakers i've ever yeah. seen and that's and i mean it's a lot for for me to learn too because i take a lot from him and i and like i you know deploy it to my pages uh, on, on social media because I believe in like speaking well and speaking your mind and yeah. that only pretty much increases your influence or like your ability to to gain followers right yeah that's the other thing with Jordan Peterson too I think what helps him doing that and explaining his thought process behind everything <clears throat> is just simply that it goes to show that he actually thinks about his opinion before he forms it and he doesn't just kind of get behind uh, <laughs> Gerard. Get, he doesn't just kind of like get behind the camera and just say like, "Hey, you know, I think this." And then somebody's like, "Why?" And he's like, "I don't know." You know, he's not. He's he's not like uh, Ocasio Cortez, where someone can just be like, "Oh yeah, how do you how do you plan on paying for that?" And she's just like, "We'll just do it." You know, he never. He's never a "we'll just do it" kind of guy. He's like. Well, here's the premise, here's the criticisms, here's this, here's that, and this is the conclusion I came to. This uh -huh. is 
help. So he, whoever he's debating, whatever, you know, political side, whatever, whatever mental uh, state they're currently in. I like how he sometimes gives them credit or like, like throws them a bone once in a while. He's like, he yeah, you make a good them, point, yeah. but he's like, yeah, you make a good point. However, and I like that. I think that's very important to yeah. just kind of give them a little bit here and there because we're if all, you, you know, we're all people in the end. So funny that you, you mentioned that because if you look at the comments on the post I had yesterday, <laughs> I'm very strategic with how I comment back. To uh -huh. Yeah, and you gotta be. Yeah, yeah. And I, I probably had well over a dozen people unfollow me because of the post. But yeah. I also had, I also got ten people to follow me back because of the way right. I commented. And, and if you, if you like, you know, if you're curious after this, go look at some of the. I mean, the comments mm -hmm. are outrageous, but yeah, look at how I answered. Like, you know, I gave them the agreement point. point because hey, it was like, hey, I respect your opinion. You know, you bring yeah. up a good point, but I'm like, well, the, this is how I look at it. And then, right. like, oh, you know, man, I just kind of overreacted. You know, I'm sorry. Blah, 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 <laughs> and they follow back. It's like, that's why, like, I, I'm not about confrontation on the page. But, right. and, but like, and, and that's what, and Jordan Peterson's not necessarily, necessarily about confrontation either. Although he comes off like that because he's just so stern. And he's so, he's just got this wonderful way about how he speaks. It's so, he's a stoic, it just commands authority. Like he's ever. Yeah, it just commands yeah. authority, and so people are just like looking up at him and all the, oh my god. Yeah, this guy's a prophet. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's that. And um, I was about to say something, and then I got a text, and then I just totally lost my train of thought there. So. No sweat, man. Someone else come up with something. Um. Well, yeah. Oh, also, where do you want to take the podcast? Also, I mean, do uh, you want to be controversial yeah. or not? Oh, I'm I'm fine with it. That, that's that's where we kind of differ a little bit. I'm trying to kind of sure of these. Yeah, well, no, I was yeah. trying to do that because you're above me on my screen. You're oh, right. okay. Well, you're above me, so we're no, just going to have, like, fingers pointing up to, to, like, nothing. Okay, that's all right. Okay, but um, uh, uh, you'll notice a lot, too, if you watch some of the very good debaters on there. Um, you know, Ben Shapiro is the one I watch the most frankly, but any good debaters, like, they always are trying to work their way back to common ground first, and then start from there. It's just, it's just, like, the oldest debate strategy in the book, but you gotta find common ground, and then once you get them to agree with you on where you're starting, it's a lot easier to explain your point, because it's, it's like a reference point. It's not like you're just kind of spewing out what <laughs> this point, they're just gonna go like this, where they're gonna be like, if we believe this, then we must believe this, you know, so on and so Which is why they ask so many questions before they start talking. <laughs> yeah. Which is why they ask so many questions and do, it's yeah, almost I like, a, it's almost like Plato's, it was almost like Plato's Republic. If you've ever re read Plato's P Republic, um, Plato read. did that as well. He literally yeah. just asked questions and questions and questions. Yeah. And then he formulated his opinion and he basically turned it around and won every debate <laughs> yeah. that he had. Yeah. And that's why I think Ben yeah. Shapiro and Jordan Peterson may be some of, the, like, some of the only people that I can never see ever being defeated in a debate or an argument. Right. Yeah, and they can be, they can be wrong. And they have been. And they'll both oh, tell yeah. you that they have. But, um, yeah, that's just yeah. part of being human. That's really cool. I did watch a video once that was like the seven debate, ta debate tactics that Ben Shapiro uses or something or that's where I picked up on that from. And another one. Is that one, a Charisma on Command video? 
I love that channel, dude. Yeah, that, that channel is pretty cool too. That yeah, it was. It was. Channel. It was charisma, <clears throat> and um, yeah, it was really cool though. That's where I picked up on that, and also I don't remember all seven. I remember three of them really well. There's that one. There's find common ground. There is uh, like you were saying, they always ask questions. And another thing they do is that they ask four specific examples of things, and they ask yes. specific questions. Yeah, yeah. And I know Ben Shapiro does that all the time. And he was talking about that on the Rubin report that I was just watching was that people like generalize all the crit criticisms toward him. And he said people on the internet like attack him just from everywhere. It's just atrocious how much they come at him. But uh, he said he gets the question a lot whether or not people do that in public. And he says he said yeah, he, can't this. he can't remember a single time that anyone's ever come up to him in public and say, you know, like that you victimized me or you victimized like a person. Because nobody's been victimized by him or by half the people that are victimizing everybody, but it's it's a mob mentality, and um, yeah. everybody's mm -hmm. trying to kind of say at the same time, you know. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, and it, it shows it shows you the different levels of bravery a person has in particular different situations. Right. Like I might be brave around my best buddies at confronting somebody if I'm with so if I'm with a group of friends somewhere talking to somebody. And I need to say something a little bit confrontational. I'll have a much easier time doing that with like maybe friends around having my back. That mob mentality, as right. opposed to like just being by myself. Yeah, power in numbers. But yeah, there's that. So there's that one, and there was also uh, the uh, emotions, the the literal facts don't care about your feelings uh, slogan that Ben Shapiro pushes all the time. And I love watching him debate Piers Morgan on some of those. Oh, I've seen that. I've watched right. so many of those videos. Thank <laughs> yeah, you. He's just like he's just so calculated. It's stupid. He he, <laughs> he knows his. Ne I mean, he knows his next five moves. It moves. It's like he's he's making. It's like he's he's like playing chess in his head with the words. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Oh my god, it's amazing. Already. Amazing. But I I think that might be my favorite one. Is just that emotions don't win arguments, and I think people need to understand that, and that we can be sympathetic and we can have emotions, but they just don't change what it is they don't change what's going to happen and they don't change the outcomes of situations they don't change anything but the way you feel about the particular situation i think what he was debating pierce morgan about in that one was the uh they're they were talking about the school wasn't it gun control and gun control yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. pierce morgan kind of just kept trying to play the cards that you know i feel bad for all these kids and these families that lost their kids or whoever lost their lives and things of that nature and you know the rebuttal was we all feel bad for that and it's tragic that doesn't really have an effect on where we go from here like, there's just so many variables you, yeah which is why you can't jump to legislation for the for the answer yeah. you can't legislate things you know into becoming or you can't there, legislate there, like or, solutions you you cannot legislate solutions because it just begins with the culture, man. It begins with the community yeah. and it begins with the individuals. You know, these people are going to have guns and shoot people regardless. Yeah. It's just how it is, man. It's yeah. sad, very sad. And I happen to live in one of the worst, if not the worst city in the nation. You live uh, in Flint. I live in Flint, oh, Flint, Michigan. Oh, do you? Yeah. So. Oh, damn. I, I know very <laughs> well. I mean, my brother went to Kettering University, which is in downtown Flint, like one of the best engineering schools in the nation. I mean, he's told me stories about how he's asleep in his apartment. He hears gunshots, yeah. man. He's heard yeah. gunshots plenty of times a night. He's woken up and walked out on the sidewalk, and there's blood. There's literally blood on the sidewalk. Oh, that's... Probably from stabbings or stuff like that. 
this is not uncommon. So like, you know, to see that, you know, to, to just to like kind of live around that. I don't live in the, like a very bad part. I live in a, a decent right. part. So, but I went to I went to a Flint school. I've seen the bad parts, dude. The bombed out, you know, villages and all that. Man, it's yeah, it's rough. But that That's... that stuff cannot be legislated into into solutions right. because it just begins with the culture. It really does. And frankly, yeah. legislation doesn't stop them. It's not like that's. In fact, you could argue already it's legal. Worse yeah. in a lot of ways. Like, yeah, so, there kind of already is legislation against killing people. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. But like, as in, like, as in, like, gun control, though. Yeah. I'm not taking a side, but I'm just saying, like, you need to look at it from that perspective as well as, yeah, are people getting killed by guns a lot? Yes. And is the yeah. problem? Yes. And I think but a huge problem is too is the uh, the fame, the inf- infamous infamacy. I don't know. I don't know. What the, Probably the infamous. There we go. That uh, comes from it, and uh, that's another thing I've watched Jordan Peterson, you know, pull apart, and he's got a good point. And it's, it's like the dude no psychology or something, but um, it's uh, <laughs> you know he made a good point that people would rather bad attention than no attention you know they'd rather feel like they exist even if they're hated and even if they're you know just infamous purely infamous and everybody hates them and all they're known for is being a bad person they'd rather exist as the worst human being they can than not exist at all you know and right because yeah because one thing that people want more than happiness and you and when you think of happiness people want happiness you know, it's one of the highest, like, things on, on the needs ladder. But uh, more than happiness, people want recognition. They want to be recognized, whether it's in social, you know, social surroundings or school or work, anything. People want to be recognized and and, and told, hey, you're doing a good job. Or, like, hey, yeah. you're, you, you know, you're doing great. Or um, you look nice today. Something like that. People want that stuff because people want to be mm-hmm. recognized. They don't really yeah. care if it makes them happy. They just like they got the, they got the attention. Yeah, that's just the truth. Attention is what we want. Like I said, that's. But I think where the misconception comes is that there's you know there's three parts. There's good attention, bad attention, and no attention whatsoever. And I think a lot of people think that okay, if we can't quite reach the good, if we can't become rich and famous and popular, then the next step down would be no attention and then becoming infamous, but that's not the order that they're in. If people can't get good attention, the next thing they go for is bad attention. Yeah, and they'll be criminals like, and stuff like that. Want attention of some sort. We want to be in the news. And I know a lot of, well, a handful of papers and uh, publishings online now have, you know, openly stated that they refuse to write articles on these tragedies that come up, the school shootings or bombings or any other. Yeah, so they won't give them attention. Yes, any other uh, violent tragedy that happens like that, because they think that that's a good step in the direction of it uh, not happening anymore. And um, that's kind of a catch-22, because if if everyone were to stop reporting them, then even if that slowed down the rate at that it was happening, no one would really know, because there would be no uh, journalism of it out there for us to put our little heads up against and you yeah. know tweet about but i don't know man yeah and if you think about it too um attention and happiness kind of tie into each other and a lot of people think that if they receive attention 
that they're gonna be happy. Um, <laughs> but a lot of the times, I've seen a couple people like that on online. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, <laughs> a lot of people think the attention makes them happy. A lot of the times, they'll f- figure out the hard way that it's not the case, and then they they're yeah. at, at, like left and you know they're left thinking, you know, what can I do to be happy? And yeah. the thing is, don't try to chase happiness. Happiness is, <laughs> is happiness is fleeting. You just gotta live and mm-hmm. do what you like, and it'll come. It's... You gotta be self-aware. We're always hearing that now yeah. too. I you think know, well, yeah. self-awareness, <laughs> self-love too. Yeah. Yeah, but like, I think. Go ahead. But uh, yeah, I mean, I just think that self-awareness is a huge part of it. And I think people are uh, they try to chase what everybody else's idea of happiness is sometimes. Or they yep. see, you know, influencers, they see bigger figures, they see Gary Vaynerchuk is out here going to Jets games and has four and a half million followers on Instagram and has all this money. And they think, well, he seems pretty friggin' happy, so, you know, maybe if I strive for four and a half million followers and if I start going to a bunch of football games, I must, I'm, I'm going to be happy too, but that's... That's not how it works. You know? That's not no, the case that's, at that's all. That's only his version. You have, to, you have to be real with yourself, and you have to. <laughs> you have which to is find. why, which is why everyone's not cut out to be an entrepreneur, and not everyone will be happy being an entrepreneur. Not everyone yeah. should be an entrepreneur, because a lot of, right. uh, like you guys were just saying, a lot of people's focus is uh, becoming rich and wealthy and famous. You don't have to to be an entrepreneur to do that. You can become rich yeah. working a, a nice career. And if if yeah. you're just smart with your money, you can yeah. you can. Become a millionaire, probably 50, if not 40, if you're really, really smart with your money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just a fact, man. Yeah, it's part, it's part of being smart. And, um, you know, I I don't know if I'd really even try to quantify, you know, how much money I need to make me happy as long as I can. I always do. Uh, I don't know if you know if you've watched Alex Becker's videos uh, much on YouTube. but I've heard only, of them, yeah. I don't remember if it was even on his YouTube. I read his book, too. But um, he always puts it. In the sense that his goal is to always have enough money that he doesn't have to, like, worry about buying anything, basically. He wants to not, if he wants to go buy a specific car, he doesn't have to think about his money. That's basically, he doesn't put a number on it. Usually, he doesn't say, you know, I want to have a, a million dollars, $50 million, $100 million, anything like that. He, he just says his goal is to live a lifestyle where when he sees something and says, I want to buy that. He's just wealthy enough to do it and not have to pinch pennies and not have to do anything of that nature for the rest of his life and just live his life the way he wants to, you know, and he does he does stuff like that every once in a while. And he blows his money on stuff sometimes, but he does it because he's what he what because it's what he wants to do. And, you know, he like had one of his birthday parties. He had a Star Wars themed birthday party on a private jet with like a bunch of his closest friends. And he was like, you know, he's, he was like, that's his goal was that he could rent out a private jet and go do that. And he didn't have to come home the next day and start pinching pennies to try to get himself back to where he was because he's built a business that does that for him. Built a couple That's wild. That is wild. <laughs> that is wild. Wait, so what businesses does he have? I, I haven't like heard. Uh, he, his biggest one that he runs is Market Hero, which is an autoresponder software that's oh shit it's pretty good it's a hundred dollar a month which is expensive for an autoresponder but it is pretty good i've never used it but he talks about it in his videos all the time and um i don't know what else he's really 
taken off the ground. He was doing supplements for a while. That was in like the the beginning stages, and he did he he did a lot through uh, email marketing. He started with SEO. His I'll give you Alex Becker's whole story now. Here's his word of mouth for t- for the day. But if you want to go check him out, go check him out on YouTube. You know, either of you or all the people that watch this, all like the 20 viewers we get, then um, <laughs> let's go and uh, go check him out. He's really cool. But basically, he got out of high school. He went to the military for four years, I think, some amount of years. And um, he got to a point where his job in the military, I think, was pretty much just to clean the bathrooms. And he was kind of like, well, fuck this. I'm not happy doing this. I'm going to I'm going to get out of here somehow. And then I'm going to have to go find something to do. And uh, he didn't get any help at all. He is always saying, too, and I know a lot of big entrepreneurs say that, is that, like, being in a situation where he had nothing was probably the best thing that ever happened to him because it just forced him to make something of himself. So he started, he learned SEO and just started going to businesses and doing SEO work for them. And he developed, you know, he developed the, uh, he developed Market Hero at some point, and that's, kind of where most of his money comes from now and he did a lot of email marketing and he has done social media he's actually trying to not do social media anymore he just keeps posting youtube videos about how he's quitting youtube which i don't quite understand yet but um <laughs> but, but, i've like, seen that video i've seen yeah. that video and like he's he told his his managers to stop posting on like uh social media yeah like youtube or uh, uh even instagram yeah. and stuff like that yeah pretty wild yeah. man I mean, that's him just trying to focus in and make the most out of Market Hero, I'm pretty sure is the reason he's doing that. He just doesn't want his attention split up as many ways as it was. And I think in his head, I mean, he's making money through YouTube and through Instagram and through all that. And uh, he used to do courses. He's, he has a couple courses, I'm pretty sure. I never looked too deep into him. But uh, he really modeled Gary Vee's Instagram with the, uh, like, Gary Vee has the 60-second club. Alex Becker does a 10-minute club. And he gives away, you know, X amount of worth in courses and training to the people that comment in the first 10 minutes or the first however many or whatever. He he did a lot of that stuff and he did webinars and things of that nature for a while. But I think he's really just kind of strapping down into Market Hero. And I think he has one or two other ones. I cannot think of what they are right now, but I think he's just trying to focus in on like his real businesses so right, speak. the ones that actually make him the most money. Yeah, he yeah. talked about the the Pareto. He talked about the Pareto principle. You know, he's yeah. focusing on the the twenty percent of efforts that mm-hmm. make him eighty yeah. percent of his money. Because I guarantee exactly. social media is a small money for him. Yeah, I guarantee it's not that much money. And and I think a lot of pages need to understand that that just going for shout outs and and, and stuff like that, um, that is just short short money. That that's that's small money and. The bigger picture is partnering partnering with brands that actually can actually make a difference in people's lives, and yes. then you get paid for it because you have a platform to utilize yep. that. You know, absolutely, which is what me and Alex are doing at the moment. Right? Yeah, yeah, you are. All right, what's up, Gerard? <laughs> you know, not much. Just, just <laughs> listening and thinking. Yeah. Gerard wants to get his Instagram kind of boost in here. He's never really. Never really gotten into the Instagram game before. He's not a but business be, niche. Yeah, but but to be fair, I don't know about business. I'm an artist. Uh, <laughs> and I do not uh, post often, so that's a huge part of it. I understand that very well. Once again, self-awareness. I know that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, of course, would 
love to grow my following this year, make it more um, actual fans of the stuff that I'm creating as opposed to my friends from, like, high school or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, all that good stuff. And hopefully, eventually, within a year or two's time, actually make a little bit of money selling artwork online, uh, selling it in, as merchandise. Right. A couple different ideas I'm bouncing around in my head. Wait, so I have a question. So let's break this down. So do you do um, graphic design? Or are you talking like um, more like oil paintings and, and like actual physical paintings and stuff like that? Uh, kind of in between. So uh, like there, a lot of it's two-dimensional and a lot of it is 2D, like drawing on your computer digitally. So okay. It looks. It might look like an oil painting, but it's not. It's fake on Photoshop, so you can draw it that way. So it's an illustrate. It could be an illustration of. I like doing characters, so I just did like, um, like a guy from Mortal Kombat, Scorpion, a little while ago. So, I think I've actually been on your page before. Oh really? Oh okay. Well, cool. Yeah, because um, of Justin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like that's just an example of. Yeah, I shared I, one of I, them. I won't do I won't do fine art. I mean, a uh, fan art of different characters that have already been created because that's technically illegal. A lot of people do it anyway, but I don't want to be illegal because um, I have a moral system. Anyway, <laughs> uh, well, anyway, but I would I would potentially make characters to sell as like prints, um, or I would even do graphic design like logos, put them on mugs. Uh, so I can I can do a little bit of both, but my my main passion is making characters, like making 3D models for video games. I like doing these uh, drawings on Photoshop. There, there are a few different things that I like to do that I'm trying to figure out how to get from how I make uh, what I what I make, whether you know it's 2D, 3D, whatever, and then kind of yeah, put that into something that someone can buy. So is this a is this a business page or is this still like a personal page? It's it's technically a personal page, but and I, I I'm pretty sure I can I'm pretty sure there are, there's an option on Instagram to convert it to a business page, right? Yeah, I think and, it is. You can I think you already have it. You can list your name as artist as an artist. Yeah, 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 yeah I don't I don't You're think I've done that. Well, yeah, it does do. say artist, but yeah. oh yeah, okay. I think you have to make it a business page too. Mm -hmm. and, and, to so I think it is. So have you? tried reaching out to like any of the big artist pages around here like beeple crap you ever heard of beeple crap no i don't think i have how do you spell it hold on one minute beeple it's b-e-e-p-l-e -E dot crap <laughs> oh beeple it's crap. one of the most wild pages out there but this guy works with hp oh, dude this guy works with <laughs> hp and other and like adobe <laughs> software companies and stuff like that and he makes a ton of money doing it like he's they're incredibly wild <laughs> they're, they're outrageous but that's four but that's two-headed santa on here with yes machine but guns that's, and that's, that's where stuff he i makes like his, dude that's where he makes his money he makes yeah. this wild stuff he just does what he likes and so he does fairly well for himself yeah. as an artist and i've followed him on my personal for a long time because it's just hilarious i just like the stuff he makes yeah but i'll have to look more into him yeah and you should yeah. look at artists you know suggested artists that are like him and dude don't be afraid to like reach out to these pages pretty much kind of like what i did literally just reach out and ask them questions <laughs> ask, ask them what they did yeah uh, that's pretty much what i did on a lot of pages give um, them attention people like that 
Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, down the line, just send them, dude, send them your work. Honestly, just send them your freaking work. Um, because I did that to Jason uh, Stone, the creator Millionaire Mentor. I did that seven times before he answered me. And then it took oh, another yeah, three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone just like don't get it the first time. Yeah. yeah, you just keep doing it until they. Yeah. They finally, and then it took another um, three times for him to acknowledge it and said it was say it was good. And then it took another three times for him to say, "Hey, you want to do this for my page? You want to make stuff for my page?" And then I got a shout out from him for doing. Yeah. That. Well, that's awesome. That's great. And it yeah. was wild. But mm-hmm. that's yeah. it's literally about the persistence and grit and being very, mm-hmm. very uh resourceful. So just talk to these guys. You know, message yeah. them. I'm sure they will be more than happy to answer. Yeah, um, if they see the message uh, that is because they get probably get so many. Message them something useful, at least that's the only oh, thing. Oh yeah, I, yeah, add I to that. hear that a lot too. Yeah, like, like send them a character, and be like, hey, what's your honest opinion on this? Like, yeah, hey, it would mean the world like, if you gave me some honest feedback. It's like, oh my gosh, Noah, how many messages? I can't imagine what this is with you. It's pretty bad for me, and I only have like nine hundred seventy-five followers. But like, how many times a day do you get a message? Saying, hey, Happy New Year. Are you interested in trading Forex and Bitcoin? <laughs> I get uh, so many of those. Oh, Lord. <laughs> are you I interested don't put in the space. Are you interested I've had accounts. Binary trading a... options. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Get this funny <laughs> stuff. Get this, get this funny stuff. So I've had accounts, probably over a dozen, that when I started pitch me, like, growth guides and all that stuff. And, exactly. um, yeah. Growth and like, like, hey, for this, you like, we can buy you followers or blah, blah blah, or we can make you grow this fast and blah blah. And then they'll reach out to me. I've had a few do this lately. Reach out to me and say, hey, happy New Year's, bro. Yeah. And I'll go back to the page. I'm like five thousand followers ahead of them. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, hey, can I sell you a growth? Like, can I sell you a growth? Uh, plan, <laughs> yeah, dude? I love that. Yeah, too. sell it back. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. It's like I'm like some of these fucking phonies, dude. I'm like. You guys don't know, like, you guys aren't real. Yeah, <laughs> like, you guys buy followers. Like that too. The or guy you that, fucking, um, like, those growth groups, like, the EXM and shit. I'm like, stop, stop, stop. Holy, like, stop this shit. It's madness. Yeah. All I right, that's enough page. out of me. I had no, this, no, 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 you're right. page the other day. With the, that first video I did where I put the, uh, the captions on there and the little progress bar down at the bottom and it actually looked decent because it was all edited. That was, that was uh, some, just some account reached out to me. And he started saying, like, yo, what what he actually said. And I was like, oh, my God, this kid's going to be so full of shit. But um, he started out with me. He's like, yo, I really love your videos. I think they have the potential to go viral if you make them Gary V style with the with subtitles and with the title and with the time bar down at the bottom and all this. And I said, yeah, 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 cool, thanks. I'll, I'll look into it, whatever. And then they said, I could do it for you. I want to do one for free. And, you know, I know what they're trying to do. I know they're trying to do a free one for me. And then it looks really good, too. They're good at they know what they're doing with the video editing. I just don't have the resources to keep paying them to do it. But um, they were they were talking to me, and they were just some of these people on Instagram will just talk your freaking head off. And those ones are starting to get. I have this one kid that messages me like two thousand times a day. I swear. And and, then, time on his, and he's like he has all that time on his hands. I guess. I guess so. He's <laughs> he's told me he's, he's like fourteen years old. And, like, props to him. I have a lot of respect for him. He's really in. He knows, like, the stock market. He's read, like, 20 investing books already. I'm like, damn, if I was 14 when I started doing that, then, like, that'd be pretty great. But um, either way, he's always looking to me for advice. And I'm like, oh, my God. He, <laughs> he was asking me for investing advice yesterday because I have 10 shares in Roku. And Roku went up 25%. And I was like, I just call on that. Roku, man. <laughs> like... <laughs> like, 
And then it just it's going back down today. Last I checked, I'm not. Oh, you didn't sell. No, I didn't. No, I've been holding Roku long term for a while. I, it's still a loss for me. I bought it a while ago. Most of it. Oh. I okay. usually I've been buying like two shares at a time at all sorts of different times, but I'm having Roku long term. But anyway, it was like he was like, "How do you know to pick this?" I was like, "I didn't. I just have Roku's and I like kind of the." gist of the company and i wanted to start investing in something so i was like fuck it i'll invest in roku yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have no good investment advice to give yeah you're you're honest with them i'm not i can't first of all you can't actually yeah i get i get quite a few people messaging me probably probably a dozen a day about it and uh i told straight away guys i'm not an investing professional i don't i'm not licensed you know so but i can tell you you know what stocks are how they work, <laughs> how to find how to find decent ones. Yeah. Um, but in the end, it, you know, you got to make your choice and that decision yourself. Yeah. Um, it's not really that difficult. Um, it's, it's not as difficult as people think right. because you could just start out investing in Coca-Cola, for God's sakes. Extremely profitable company. They've yeah. been around yes. for a long time. The S&P 500. Yeah, consistently profitable. They pay out dividends every quarter. Just follow Warren yeah. Buffett, dude. Just emulate yeah. Warren Buffett. That's literally all you got to do. Yeah, Honestly. just follow your page, and you have two million <laughs> pictures of Warren Buffett on there with his. I do. He does <laughs> yeah, really... it's like following Warren Buffett. <laughs> Dude, he's he's just absolutely my idol. So, um, yeah, I go above and beyond with with He'll using his get... pictures and his uh, philosophy. Yeah, <laughs> I love Warren Buffett. I saw that uh, the the one e-commerce mentor posted today of Warren Buffett and his Cadillac, just like driving around his old Cadillac. Yeah. yeah. Dude, he just don't care. He, I love crazy he, he's, people because they act so not rich. And that's why because, they're so rich. That's exactly well, right. I mean, Buffett is just, I mean, he started investing at 11, was making $50,000 a year in high school. Yeah. It just wasn't like normal. But <laughs> yeah, some we can all, Yeah, we can all learn from him. There's yeah. no doubt about it. And yeah. you can become rich. Not. You, it's hard to say if you can become a billionaire. You can definitely become a millionaire, though. That's for yeah. sure. I love watching those, like, little charts of it that you see of his wealth, though, like, growing over the year. Because it just, like, it took off like a freaking rocket after he was, like, 50. It just, right. Because, I mean, that's how compounding works, basically, first of all, is that if it keeps doubling, then it grows faster after a while. But it's just, like, you know, it's just going along. And it's, like, here's here's his 20s, here's his 30s. And, then like, by 50, it's just, like, okay, we're yeah. up here now. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he's a multi... I mean, he's a t he has tens of billions of dollars to his name. And he only owns one stock. He only, he only owns one stock, personally. Yeah. And that's Berkshire Hathaway. Yeah. He owns hundreds of stocks. Yeah. yeah. Or companies, so... That's funky. That is funky. But that's pretty awesome and pretty, you know, just incredible and valid and... I love, I like Warren Buffett. I'm starting to like him more and more every day. Also, like everybody else that's rich and doesn't seem like they are, it's just fun. Just fun because watching. they're honest people. Because just they're honest fun watching people. Mark Zuckerberg with his one T-shirt. Yeah. I also think I just like it because I know that's gonna be me if I ever run into a lot of money. I'm still just gonna be like shooting these videos with like a, a shoji board behind me. Right. <laughs> Crap. Like, T-shirt on. Like, my hundred and the same hoodie that I wear in every video I ever do. <laughs> well, it's just like it comes down to it. It's like if I ever reach that amount of wealth, um, 
I'm just not a material guy, man. I don't really, I don't really care about suits and right. stuff like that. I bought one for my interview, and that's it. But like, I don't know how many suits I'm going to buy in my life. Probably, probably tops three. I just yeah. don't care about material items. They won't People be expensive. Me, suits don't have to be, you know, thousands of dollars or. Well, I know. Like, I just go to J.C. Penney and get a damn suit, dude. Yeah. I did <laughs> that. Like I that. did that. I was in high school. I don't know if I brought this up with now the last time. I was I was a musician and I was a percussionist, and I was uh, my senior year I made it to all these festivals, all these orchestra festivals. And for the orchestra festivals, you had to wear a suit, and I didn't have a suit. I was I was like a 17 year old sleaze ball that wore sweatpants to school every day, so I had to go get a suit. And me and my dad, I, I don't know, my dad has honestly just always had this knack for finding things way cheaper than you would ever imagine you can find them i have a i have an upright piano downstairs in my kitchen we paid 25 dollars for that piano <laughs> and, we, <laughs> and, we, uh, and uh we found this suit and the whole suit must have cost us maybe like i don't know somewhere from like 30 to 50 bucks not even like that much like we found the suit jacket they were just trying to get rid of they're like give us like seven dollars for it. and we're like deal okay and yeah like, <laughs> like i was like i don't care if it's a little bit too big on me it's seven bucks you know let's go yeah on. well you just save that money now you can invest in Roku. don't trust yeah. my numbers point being there's a lot cheaper than anyone else has probably ever bought a suit for well right it's <laughs> when people ask me like hey dude what car do you want to get when you graduate college and you're just making money i'm like um i don't know if i'll get a new car <laughs> i'll yeah. probably just buy like a used one or i'll just buy a fucking prius or something i don't really care it's gonna save me a ton on gas dude yeah. And then I can just invest that money, and then, hey, when it's no problem yeah. to buy a Mustang or a Challenger or something like that, when I have no problem buying that cash or yeah. something, yeah. Uh, I'll just blow my money on a Challenger or something like that. Gerard's dad is, uh, well, I guess Gerard's down there for him and up there for me, and I don't know where he is for you, but um, Gerard, Gerard, wherever he is, his dad is a mechanic, so Gerard already kind of has a couple of cool cars yeah. laying around. Yeah, he, my dad has always <laughs> been really into collecting cars They're and working really with cars and driving cars and cars that's awesome yeah my uh my dad actually is a des design engineer at chrysler so automotive business runs in my family as well given that we're in, um, michigan. living in michigan <laughs> so i mean he were he works at their headquarters but uh cars for me automotive industry is so boring i can't stand it so uh I've <laughs> yeah I, li I like i like looking at them i couldn't tell you what's underneath them nope couldn't I, tell yeah, you i couldn't, I couldn't I, either and i don't want i don't care to know i don't Absolutely. i just it just bores me it's like i can appreciate nice cars um, absolutely yeah but god they just bore me the business bores me <laughs> but yeah. uh yeah i'm not interested whatever. in cars i'm just not and it's, uh, i mean it's just if, it gets, yeah, if it's a good car right. it's good. if it gets me point a to b and it's durable and gives me good gas mileage. I'm, I'm psyched yeah, about that. Yeah, pretty much like that, too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I think the one thing I would kind of blow my money on, you know, when I am to become rich and famous, as I'm definitely going to, <laughs> is I, I'd get a nice car. I definitely would. And oh, yeah, I'd, for sure. I'd put money into getting it fixed and things of that nature. Because we get, we get all these beater cars, and something goes wrong, like, every two weeks. And, like... My dad knows cars better than I do and better than anyone else I really have access to besides Gerard's dad. And, uh, but it's like, he doesn't always know what he's doing or know what the problem is. Uh, he's capable of yeah, playing he, around he, with it. He knows how to, he knows how to uh, 
find finagle himself his way. He can finagle yeah. his way through a thing. Through a problem. You know, it's it's a lot of trial and error when he tries to fix a car. It's like, oh, let's try replacing this thing, and then we're like, nope, mm-hmm. that didn't well, work. That, but, let's but try that's, replacing but another important, thing. But that's the important part is that he can maneuver around it. Yeah, like he can do the things. You just can't find the problems. Yeah. And doesn't ever know what the actual problem is. So we'll just replace everything on the car until the issue goes away. <laughs> <laughs> so, but like, yeah, that's a really and it's just so I, I the problem with that is that it, my car goes down it's down for like three months at, mm-hmm. at a minimum so Christ. part of part of you know wanting to have a little bit more cash is so i could just take it to a goddamn garage and be right, like right. yeah the garages are messed up too i don't want to deal with them because or, they do I mean, a lot of ahead. them do try to just chip you that's mm-hmm. over. My dad, my dad's finally making more money than he used to when I was a kid, when I was growing up, partially because I pay for myself now, for one, and partially because he's DJing now and doing that instead of the small engines he used to do. But um, he did, I remember he did take his car to like coast the one time something was wrong with it. And for his job now, he really can't afford to not have a car for three months. So yeah. Or not, not have an SUV for that matter, because usually what happens is that we just hop into someone else's car, but he needs his car to haul his trailer with all his equipment, and uh, he finally did that. But then you know you go into the garage and they, and you know what's wrong, or you know at least like what the problem is, and then they call you back the next day saying, hey, we checked out your car, we we're gonna fix this by doing this, but you also you know, we could, we can, we're going to fix this, 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 and it's like, no, I don't need all that. No, 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 that's not what I was asking. Yeah, that's not what I was saying. They try to, like, upsell you, but they don't really give you an option with the upsells. They're just like, we're just going to do all this stuff and then charge you for it. Okay, bye. And it's like, no, no, no. (laughs) And then me and my, he actually made me go, well, I had to drive him down there because he didn't have a car and we had to go back and he, yeah, we don't go to coast anymore. He got, he went a little bit up the wall on them and just went and took his car back before they could do anything to it. But, uh, so I don't feel like dealing with that part of garages, but at the same time, meh. Yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I'll take him to Gerard's dad yeah. for the rest of my life. <laughs> All right. Ooh, someone started following me. That's so exciting. Good stuff. Now I have 976 followers. How's my post doing? As, a, as opposed to as opposed to Noah's 18,000. Um, well, if I would get off of Beeple crap here and find Noah. Noah Jankowski. Well, not Noah. Finance and Freedom. Liked by the Curious Investor and 283 others. Not bad. Beeple 20 comments. How many? 20. Not bad. I've had for uh, for an hour. Yeah, surely not. Alright, do we have anything else to go off about? We probably do, but you know probably. I don't know what. I don't know. How long we what what's our time looking like? Uh fifty five minutes. Fifty five, I think that's good. I think people start to really kind of not pay attention anymore after about ten, so <laughs> <laughs> now they can watch that's it. All right. All right, guys, we feel we had, good. We had Noah on here today. He's over there for me. He might be over there for Gerard, too. He's over there for me. <laughs> I have no idea what it'll look 
<laughs> we'll see what happens. Well, Wachi won't even be on there. <laughs> It'll just be like us two. Anyway, yeah, this was a lot of fun. Um, I'll just keep asking you back again and again and again because, first of all, up to this point, you're the only one that's actually showed up to any of these interviews, first of all. Hopefully, Gabe does his part tonight. And the thing is, too, it's because I care, dude. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I like to talk to people. Um, yeah. I'm very down to earth, and uh, that's how you should live life. You know, you should be yeah. very positive. It doesn't matter what status you are. I don't yeah. have a status. I'm a yes. college student that's $25,000 in debt still. So, <laughs> yeah, trust me, I'm not some Alex Becker. I'm not Gary Vee. I'm not some rich <laughs> guy. The, that's the goal, you know, down the line. But, You're just... yeah, you guys I'll always come back. You know, you guys are cool guys, so. Yeah, yeah, and we, and we, we appreciate right. that honesty. Yeah, yeah, of course. Right. Yes, and yeah. So Noah's an authentic dude. Go follow him at Finance and Freedom on Instagram if you're not somehow already doing that. He seems to have all the followers. Go follow Gerard, <laughs> who I guess might be down there or might be up there, That's over right. there, over there. <laughs> uh, go follow Gerard at Gerard Mirabelliagram. That one's going to be in the description because he made his name a pain in the ass. Well, I could, I could also I'll also put his in the description <laughs> just because that's yeah. that's well, the proper thing to do. Yeah. Obviously, clearly. And I don't know. Do you have anything else? Are you on Facebook, YouTube, something? Yeah, uh, plug whatever you want. Um, I mean, no, you can just plug Finance and Freedom. That's good for me, man. Okay. I know you follow me on Facebook, Justin, um, okay. and, and my personal. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. But, we don't yeah, need to give you that, but go follow Noah at um, wherever. Finance and freedom. Jesus Christ, I'm losing my train of thought. George's at Jordan Mirabelliagram. I'm at JustinRP56. And uh, we're going to sign off now. Hope you enjoyed it. Like, comment, and subscribe. I always forget about that part. Do those things and share.